Hello everyone and welcome to another talk. We are gonna um, look a little bit further into the um, tune here on uh, Lady Ladybird. So we checked this out um, I think last week. And so um, Take a look at it again. This time I've got um, tablature. So it's going to be Ladybird, kind of part two. Um, so this is coming from the um, Jazz Guitar Omni book. And uh, the solo that we're looking at is um, just by. Peter Bernstein. All right, so I think that tablature may be helpful to folks, um, but you can really read either, either one. And um, so we're thinking about uh, Ladybird here. And I'm gonna go into I think we maybe looked at one one chorus, so we'll look at the second second chorus here. Now we'll play play a little bit from that as well. And uh, so let me know if you have any questions as we go along. Um, this is a video for members of the uh, YouTube channel and um, also available as a podcast although I had a lot of technical issues lately but um, so hopefully the audio is coming out okay but the uh, podcast was I'm on hold a little bit while I got these things kind of sorted out. Uh, I think things are getting back to normal somewhat here. All right, so we'll take it from, let's say, the very last measure uh, just before the second chorus and we'll take it from there. All right, so um, so we end up right on the A flat. So we've got, uh, so he got, he's got the slide, 
Okay, so we have the D flat seven there, right? Okay, so it kind of slides into the seven. Okay, and then we get all kind of to be expected chord tones from the A flat and then goes to the nine on the D flat. So just kind of an isolation looks like uh, looks like the uh, A flat minor triad, right? All right. So we get that. Zoom into the guitar neck here a little bit. Okay, and then we're on the uh, C major. Well, Tableau sure shows it going way up to 10th fret here. So I'll go with that. All right, so we get, so we want to know how the note relates to a certain chord. So if you have this, that's G, we have the chord C major 7. So you might think, okay, play, play a chord that that might fit into, right? This is actually the same chord as this one, but on the low four strings. So try to think about how the note relates to a chord. Okay, then we have this. This is a ninth of the chord, so you could try to build that into some other chord, you know. So play that, or uh, how about this chord? And that's the same as as this chord over here, C major nine. And then we have so kind of a grace note, but that's part of the C major triad. Okay, and goes to B. Okay, gets the D. So it's kind of like an octave higher where we're getting um, getting this D, which is the nine of the chord. Okay, so let's see if we can get a little bit more going here. And this is following under our um, uh, overview and analysis kind of talk, which we typically do on Mondays. And I uh, hope you got a chance to check out uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Um, release that video on Saturday. Um, so hopefully there's an opportunity to work on that a little bit uh, this week. Okay, so here we go to G. So anytime you have a, a note, try to um, figure out what note um, how it relates to a chord. So that would be the nine, nine of that chord. So we have 12th fret up here. <clears throat> and this is a great way to get, you know, accustomed to different chord shapes too. So they have, they have that 12 way up over here. So then you can say, okay, I'm going to harmonize F minor with 
this G on top, right, and find different ways to do that. So in standard tuning, that you have uh, three different shapes there, at least for that particular voicing. Okay, and so let's move up here. Next chord is B flat seven. Okay, I'm gonna go with what the tablature has here. So we have 11, 10, eight. So chromatic, so the chromatic, anytime you're doing uh, one fret at a time, then that's chromatic. So now it's slurred, so we have, so you might do pull off, pull off, slide, or you could do it with four fingers and do pull off, pull off, pull off. Okay, and then uh, we're gonna play. Okay, make sure I'm getting these notes right. So that's a G augmented triad, or B augmented, or E flat augmented. Augmented is uh, symmetric, so all the inversions look exactly the same. So what does that um, look like for B flat uh, 13? Well, or B flat seven, I should say. Uh, well, it makes it suspended, makes it a 13 and a flat nine. So we want to kind of identify those things. Um, okay, and then we go to, goes to A, and we want to think about, okay, how is A related to C major, right? So A is the six. Okay. All right, well, what do we have here? We have, uh, we have B, we have uh, D. So we're just kind of stepping out. And that's, you know, that's interesting, right? Because it starts on, on C and they plays a, not, a lot of non-core tones. So it's gonna, it gives us a little bit of tension to work with there. So. And then we get C major triad, which is gonna be an inside sound. And then it plays a little out and then back in. And then it kind of steps out a little bit the nine and the 13. So, um, so a great way to practice all these things is to um, try, um, or maybe not try, but do it, um, but to uh, play the, um, you know, make a chord sound under it. Okay, so what do we have here? We have uh, B flat minor. Okay. Okay, so B flat minor, we have the um, G. So that's, that's 13, that's a little bit of a distance. But he's been doing this, so he's been kind of going, approaching the whatever the seventh of the chord is from a half step below. So that may be something that he likes to do.
uh, maybe playing that in a different spot than the um, tablature. Let's see what we got here. It's really hard to make out what those digits are. But... Okay. So that's a, that's a pretty cool little bit of a line, right? We have this uh, A flat, G, F, E, E flat, right? So we get this little bit of a line and then there's another, kind of another, kind of another kind of melody, you might say, going along with it. So a little kind of single line but it almost kind of feels like counterpoint there so we have a... it's a nice nice line um and then we have okay that's the third and the fifth of that a flat major seven Okay, so move on a little bit. And I, I don't remember actually exactly where I should have marked it down, but where we stopped last time. But um, let's see. Um, but anyway, if we end up reviewing, that's okay too. Um, so, kind of one of the takeaways here, you know. Try to, on an individual level for individual notes, you know, try to see how it relates to a uh, harmony. Right? Uh, to a given chord. All right. Okay, so we'll get started back up here with the, uh, the next line. We'll try to get through one chorus here and uh, try to gain some insights into how Peter Bernstein is thinking about this. And I would encourage you to check out this uh, book, the um, Jazz Guitar Omni book. I'll try to put a link in the description some point. Okay, that's gonna help me see better anyway. Okay, so we have B flat minor. So try to think in terms of the, the context of whatever the chord is. Okay, and we're going to nine, sliding in, 13. Okay, what's significance of sliding from 13 to 12 there because he's going to land on a chord tone so he's really identifying what that what that tone is here on the b flat minor you know he's also identifying this chord so that's the arpeggio um, of the b flat minor okay and he kind of steps outside there so he's kind of encircling that. So you get 
It's a little bit of an outside tone, but it's uh, um, we're encircling that B flat there for a moment. That's the root, and then he's gonna, he's gonna slide back down to the E flat, uh, the G, the third of the E flat. This is a little bit of a scale, we might say, um, that we've talked a little bit about. Um, it's hard to take it, you know, take the origins of what someone's uh, worked out in their own playing, but but we can analyze this and think, okay, kind of a bebop sort of sound on that. Right. And then we end up on got this uh, D flat major triad. So that's pretty cool building a triad off of the flat seven. And then we have uh, A flat major, right? So we have 11 and then uh, the 13. And so here, again, trying to think about the uh, chord tones of, of the, uh, or what the chord tones are and how things relate. And then also seeing things over time and, and thinking about, okay, well, is there, a, um, is there a chord in there or something like that? Or is there a, um, you know, a scale or some, some sort of concept that we're working from? Okay, so let's keep going here. Okay. All right, so, um, so again, our chords, what we're thinking about here, okay. Um, so if we just come out of this progression, right? So we've got still have A flat, okay. Right, so that's all out of A flat major, right? Okay, I'm going up to seven. And then here, this is important, right? This sounds different, okay, right? Because it's, it's, it's helping us identify the, the change. So he's making the changes there of um, A minor. So that's the fifth of the A minor. 11, root, or sorry, the nine, root, nine. Okay. Again, harmonizing those. Okay. Okay, and then you know, of course, harmonize those chords. Harmonize them on four different or three different um, uh, locations. If it's if it's four consecutive uh, strings, you know.
Great. So, um, so not only you know are we kind of analyzing this um, chord progression, but we're also coming up with some ideas for um, practice and kind of what to do. I think that's that's a big thing um, that I uh, you know I I find that in teaching anyway is to try to especially with jazz is try to give some someone something concrete to work on. Um, all right, so harmonizing melody um, of the chord. If you can harmonize every one, that's great. If you can harmonize just with whatever's on beat one and three, maybe, um, that could be helpful too. All right, so here on the D minor. Okay, and then we get to the G seven, we have the root note. C major seven. Right, so nine. Okay, he's gonna hit the eight. Eleven. Okay. Okay, and then this is when. Oops. Let me go back. Switch it over. Okay, so go back a little bit. A my uh, D minor. We get A. Here we get an A minor triad here, right? So that's another thing. Is see how how would you spell out A minor from from the D minor from the perspective of that root note, right? So five flat seven nine. Okay, we're back, and then we have the root note of G seven. The nine, okay, the flat seven, the root, okay, and then C major seven. E flat major seven gets the 13, right? Okay, this is gonna be chromatic sort of passing tone, right? Because you get the 13, right? So reminiscent of the melody there. Or maybe it is exactly the melody. And then um, and then we're gonna go into um, kind of a surprising twist, plot twist, or surprising uh, sort of sound if I'm Mistaken, or maybe not. I think later he does that. I think he, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He plays a very similar line, and then he plays the sharp eleven. But this time, uh, it kind of sets it up. Maybe he's setting up our expectations, or it could be just reading too much into this. Or I may have bumped ahead, and it's all very similar, but. Let's take a look at it anyway. I think we I think we shifted ahead a little bit into into the third chorus, but that's okay. We're kind of analyzing this note by note and line by line, so we're getting getting our phrases and stuff. But here, um, so this is the part I was kind of mentioning. So we get the, the major seven, very long tone, and then plays the G, because the, the G is going to feel more inside. 
All right. So, um, so that's going to give us, um, you know, kind of a lot to work with there. I think that's um, I mean, what we should do is back up here if we have time and um, look at a couple, couple lines and make sure I'm not missing anyone. Um, normally I don't do do the live streams at this time because of lessons, but I had someone call in or call out. Okay. All right, so well, let's go back and uh, I think I may have uh, just kind of jumped the gun on, on that and also move back a little bit to some previous um, material because it is sort of interesting how um, he arrives at that that tone. All right, so we'll get we'll get like maybe a phrase or two here going, and uh, I generally like to make the live stream at least a half hour, but sometimes sometimes longer. Um, I should be back in the other other studio space tomorrow, I think. All right, so let's check out a little bit of this here. Okay, so this is, it's weird that it, it kind of cut over almost exactly. But anyway. Um, okay, so we have A flat. Okay, so, oh, there we go, E flat on that, so that's the fifth. Okay, and then we have. Going to the root note of A minor. Get this this pretty cool tone. We're getting a sharp. I think we did actually talk a little bit about this one um, in the previous talk, so it's fine. And the nine. So you get a sharp eleven in the nine. Okay, and then we're going to get um, so half a beat before um, the chord changes. This, this is very common. Um, we move to chord tone there, so um, kind of anticipates that. Okay, so we get the third of the of the D, D minor, and then we're back to nine, and the third again. Okay, get to G7. So, um, so there's a little bit of a look at that, and uh, maybe we'll dig in deeper with that as we go. Uh, but uh, hope everybody enjoyed this um, this talk. So it's a really good tune to work out some things. You know, it's just sort of a uh, 
a shorter form. Thanks for uh, checking this out. I'll see you all 